Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 53, Oddity by the Ocean. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? I hate you so much. What the fuck is that? It's huge nerd, you dipshit. Ah, yes, yes, because I didn't tee you up for that. All right. Um, how the fuck are you today, huge nerd? Not at all. Uh, well, good listeners, I got dear, read dear a letter. Whatever. I got read a letter that... I apparently wrote when I was 11 years old and I was it to me it's extremely cringy. I wonder if other people would be like, yeah, that's just normal 11-year-old shit, but oh boy, depends depending on how far you know, how I'm feeling after a couple of beers, maybe we'll get into the letter because you know, start a new segment, Cringe Corner. Yes, there there are many corners of our multiverse. We, we might be called New England Beer Reviews, but we are so much more than just New England Beer Reviews. And yes, Cringe Corner most likely will be added to our multiverse today. But hey, we're already like almost two fucking minutes into this and already Sunshine wants to get out. But I want to crack a beer. So Sunshine, you can chill. Uh, beer number one today. Uh, fucking. All right. So. No, let, let's fucking get into beer number one today. Yeah, beer number I, one today comes to us from Odd by Nature. It's called 16 Ounces of Freedom. It's a double dried hop IPA ringing in at 6.3% Odd by Nature out of Maine. Um, Cape Netic, Maine, to be specific. Uh, shall we in three, two, one, crack? And pouring, I can't remember a goddamn thing about this beer. Yes, Sunshine, I will let you out. Thanks for fucking up a show already. You're not getting back in. Emily, you yeah. talk. Um, so this is, in my opinion, somewhere between a... New England style and a West Coast style. It's simply described as a double dry hopped IPA. Um, it is extremely dank and piney while not being overly bitter and being very smooth. So like this is honestly a nice m marriage of the two styles. Those two styles being East meets West, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's really interesting to have a beer that tastes like pine and resin, but, like, isn't bitter. No, I, I have yet to take a sip of this one, dear listener. Pretty sure you've had it before, though. But I've had it before, and it it's so piney. 
mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like a New England, but it kind of drinks like one. Like, yeah. what, what if, what if you know, pine buds were fucking made into a juicy beer? What if mm-hmm. you juiced pine? Yeah. Um. Again, I, I would say I get a hint of bitterness on the back end, but like the the IBUs on this, I would estimate are fairly low. Um, like like I said, it's just it's one of those beers that I feel like every sip I take, I get surprised and delighted over and over. I absolutely agree. I also really hope that like. The recording of you doesn't sound like how I hear you. I hope that it's just something stupid on my end because it's all staticky and shitty. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Sorry, dear listeners. We are having new difficulties with me and my brand new microphone. That's why I'm trying not to get like too, too loud because uh, it's definitely more um, sensitive than my previous microphone. (laughs) <laughs> yay uh, but already to me it sounds so much better mm. so yeah Same. there's that uh, hey so this episode it's called Oddity by the Ocean because we went to the Odd by Nature Brewing Company a brewing company correct I think so sure or just Odd by Nature Brewing there we go. Uh, we went to their first anniversary beer fest. It was delicious. <laughs> I also learned. It was. I also learned a new lesson at the beer fest, but we'll get to that lesson as we get into beers. Um, but yeah, they they held their oddity by the ocean, somewhat far from the ocean. It, yeah, it, it was a pretty rad farm. But I don't know that there are certain things that I would change, but we'll get into that probably during beer number two, I think. Mm. Uh, Instead, let's start off with like some of the beers we had there because we had a lot of fucking delicious beers. None of which we've checked in yet, because why would we? Yeah, well, it's a beer fest, so we don't check in the beers. We just try and make notes of them. All right. No, we just plan to check in the beers and then don't. I'm 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 gonna immediately voice one of my qualms. Okay. I wish that there was a book. If not yes. like a printed book with breweries and beers, then I wish that you at least gave me like a fucking small notepad and a pen as a VIP. <laughs> you know, not, not I will not saying that like you know i'm a vip but no like the tickets that we had purchased were their vip tickets which gave us like one hour early access and a four pack of beer i understand your thought process here but like that's an expensive prospect and for a small brewery i would rather they be dumping the money into the experience rather than giving you swag or like i get that that most people Dude, like, you're, like, the only person alive who does the marking shit down on booklets thing. I, like, oh. probably not the only person, but I guarantee you that most people, when they get a booklet at a beer fest, go, oh, cool, and shove it to bag, and then, like, either throw it out or, like, throw it in a drawer somewhere. And 
never do anything else with it. I, I am definitely an old man in that way. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like that's a I, I, I understand your your desire for that, but like that is not a cost. That's not a good use of money. I should have brought a smaller notebook. Yeah, that feels like a you problem. Yeah, that was definitely a me problem. Is like I brought a notebook and a pencil, mechanical pencil, and it was just such a large notebook. I, I just all I needed was one of those like two by fours. Two by four. I've heard rumor that that describes something else. No, I wish that I was that chody. <laughs> that no, you don't. No, no, you don't. Just like, just like shoving a Campbell's can in. No, that's more like I was gonna say. Like, I, I, it's no, Campbell's cans are m- more than two inches tall. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get too farther distracted. Hey, this 16 ounces of freedom. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna look up on Untapped. What the hell's, what the hell's the description is? While while you start to introduce the first beer that we had at All right. Beer Fest. So, uh, so I ended up taking pictures. This is how I went about this this time. So we don't have actual ratings, but you know. Uh, it, it's like it real good um so the first place we hit surprise surprise was mortalis um they surprise, had surprise they had a version of hydra that was made with guanabana tangerine and strawberry um and they also had nox which was a seven percent abv session coconut sweet stout both of them were phenomenal shocker yeah I mean, it, it's really not a huge surprise that, oh, my God, we had something that's fruited sour, smoothie style fruited sour from fucking Mortalis, and it's fucking delicious. Weird. Yeah. Um. All right. So 16 ounces to freedom. Um, it, it's a New Zealand style IPA, apparently. Our collaboration with Sublime artist Opie Ortiz, creator of the 40 Ounces of Freedom Sun, this double dry hop New England style IPA, it's not New England style IPA because I can see through it, but I appreciate the effort, was complemented with over two ounces of liquid mango kush terpenes. Okay, that's why we dig this, like, pininess so much. Mm. It's fucking delicious. Try it. Like, if you enjoy marijuana and beer, try it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where, who the fuck the next one was from. I haven't the faintest idea. Well, the next really... one should have been Widowmaker, I think. No, it cause... wasn't Widowmaker. Oh. It wasn't Widowmaker. I have no idea who it was. Damn. Anyway, it was two IPAs, uh, Earl and Betsy. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, like, do some Google foo and hopefully figure that out. Because, unfortunately, I didn't get the name of the brewer- brewery in there. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. 
I would assume it was somebody good. I'm sure it was oh. somebody good. No, it it was foam. Oh, okay. That's absolutely who the fuck it was. Okay. Yeah, we probably hit foam because it was like, uh, we have some time before the rest of the crowd gets in, and let's take advantage of the VIP status and try to get in some of the breweries that we thought might sell out quickly. Yes. Very, very much so. Like, we, we made that mistake before with Copenhagen 2, Electric Boogaloo, that we did not do the VIP that time, and we missed out on so many brewers because they brought so little. Yeah. And while I'm very happy that there are many that we did not miss out on that we wanted to at this, I feel bad for the non-VIPs because I'm sure many of them ran into similar situations. Like, I am very specifically thinking about, like, Mortalis and Widowmaker. Yeah. Like, half an hour after GA opened up, they were gone. Mm. And I don't fault them for it. Like, yeah, it's sort of lack of preparedness but uh i also kind of feel like it was oversold <laughs> it might have been i i do not know for sure um anyway more beer more beer, beer. is a thing um so next we did go to widowmaker they had sisters of the abyss double nipa and Hydra Ender, which is surprisingly, unsurprisingly, a collaboration with Mortalis, Raspberry Margarita Fruited Sour. Oh my God! An awesome brewery made a made a beer with Mortalis. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm shocked and astonished. Honestly, and, and both beers being awesome from an awesome brewery. Like uh, yeah. Like I'm honestly, shocked and astonished. Like no, I love how Widowmaker is both a, good at both like the sour and the IPA game. Yes. Like there are a number of breweries that can do one or the other. There are a number that can do both, but like, it feels like a smaller club of the ones that can do both. Well, yes. And Widowmaker is definitely in it. Like I remember some early Widowmaker beers that were not good but I'm glad they stuck with it and just became more and more better. Fuck that place is in fucking in Braintree. Like we got to go there sometime. We do. Yes. My other co-host is here. Mao yelling at me slightly. Mao. Yes, indeed. That is exactly what he's saying. Although he was sitting on the floor earlier and saying it louder, so I have no idea if that actually came through. Oh, the cutest. Yeah. All right. Um, you you are our arbiter arbiter of images. So what Indeed did we I have am. next? <laughs> next, we went to the Barreled Souls booth. We had Ghost Monkey, which is a sour with raspberry, hazelnut, and chocolate. 
and salted caramel stay puffed. It's an 11.3 ABV imperial stout with marshmallow and salted caramel. Mm. They were delicious. Absolutely Indeed delicious. They were. Again, I, like I barreled souls. I, I think it's, I don't think their IPAs are bad, but like they aren't always something that like really appeals to me, but like, I think they do a pretty solid job with like sours and stouts. Yeah. No, I'd absolutely agree with that. Like, their IPAs are pretty hit or miss, but, like, fucking, if I can get Superman Punch, I'm happy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, true. It, it, it's not Haterade, but it's pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Indeed we do. <laughs> This is also pretty goddamn good. This is also pretty goddamn good. Yes, folks, we're still talking about 16 ounces to freedom. The just like the pininess from those fucking terpenes. Like knowing that it's terpenes, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also stop hitting your new mic. Yeah. <clears throat> that was an accident. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, next we went to Bissell Brothers. We had Swish, which is their flagship double IPA. If you haven't had it before, where what which the fuck are I don't, you doing with your life? I don't think that I had had it before. You've totally had it before. I've gotten oh, cans of it before. Okay, then I've had it before. You probably have had it before. I don't know. Maybe I didn't include you in the cans I got. I don't know. I don't know. It's entirely like, possible. They're they're like the treehouse of Maine. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, kind of. I think they're closer to Treehouse than Trillium. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not sure that I've even ever... I, I haven't seen them do a lot with, in the way of sours before, at least. We did actually have one that I'd never had before, which is Just the Pits, which I believe was actually coined more uh quoted more as a wild um and hey man like you know treehouse's first sour that i had that was peach and it wasn't good this is the first like sourish thing i've had from bissell and it was solid nice so i mean yeah it was nice Oh, man, this episode's already a fucking train wreck. Welcome to the party, folks. Apparently, we've gotten a bunch of new listeners. Thank you. We appreciate you, dear listener. Give us money. (laughs) Also, I am not the reason that this episode's a train wreck so far. Oh, no, this episode was going to be a train wreck because of me, so... Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh I need I I need more beer and then maybe I can help with the train wreck part. Well, we've got two more on deck. But um you beer meister, the meister beer. Why don't you keep us going on going on cuz you're the one with the datas. Indeed. Next we went to Jay Wakefield cuz they were there too. Oh, yeah. Um, 
TJ had never had uh, DFPF, which, if you don't know, is their Dragon Fruit Passion Fruit Florida Vice. Um, like, a, I, I could have sworn that I had had, but... I don't think so. Did you actually look it up on Untapped? Because there's no way you wouldn't have checked that in. No, I did not. Um, You could right now if I, you really want to. I, I still don't think I you've had it. Because right I, I, I think the only time I've had it was... At Jay Wakefield, probably six or seven years ago at this point, something like that. No, it had to be, it had to be within the last, yeah, I'd say five to six years ago. I can't remember exactly when. Um, and no, I've never checked it in, so I guess I've never had it. Yeah. Well, so I've D- never had it. So I don't know if it still is, but DFPF at that time was the number one sour beer in the world. And I think it still holds up very nicely. I mean, as long as you're not like trying to compare this to smoothie style sours, because like smoothie style sours I like are honestly kind of a different category than Berliner Weisses. Like Again, this is a really well done Berliner Weiss. Like. Like I keep on saying, like we we need to change, we need to take the sour out of the smoothie style, yeah. Because like sour does not describe them well at all. It, it's it's like those guys who are like, oh, I'll drink anything except for a sour. It's like, all right, yeah. well, clearly you just you just haven't had like either a good Berliner or a smoothie style. Yeah. But yes, DFPF is definitely well. It, it's it it's oh fucking isn't Haterade fucking Jay Wakefield as well? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's that tier. It's fucking like one of the greatest goddamn Berliners I've ever fucking had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would actually put uh, DFPF above Haterade. I think at this point. Uh, I think the flavors of Haterade have um, greater nostalgic connection in my mind. So that's what puts Haterade slightly higher for me. Honestly, what I really want them to do is like a grape Kool-Aid version. Kind of like Barreled Souls did. Yes, but better. I thought, fuck you, I liked the Barreled Souls one. I, Grape Ape was good, but, like, I can just imagine Jay Wakefield doing the same thing. Or, like... Yeah. Or like Except a, for the fact that the, the blue one kind of sucks. Yeah, the blue one kind of sucks. But it's, like, blue raspberry lemon. Yeah, and, and it like doesn't it have enough just, of either flavor. Yeah, I feel like it should have just been, like, blue raspberry... That would have been fine, but it still didn't have enough flavor. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, the, the lemon should have fucking helped it, and it didn't. Like, it was not, it just did not have the same flavor punch as the red one. Womp. Yeah, womp indeed. It's sort of like how uh, the Narragansett Del Shandy, like, everything that's come after the original has, like, been less good. Sucked. I, I mean... I don't know. I find the passion fruit mango and the black cherry at least somewhat drinkable. The watermelon is probably not drinkable to me just because I fucking hate artificial watermelon. So uh, the black cherry is fucking gross too, though. Like I, I really want the um, 
I forget her name, but the new head brewer to make a new Dell's champ. I was going to say, dude, give me like a new one that's like actually with the other flavor. Because I've only ever seen one other flavor of Dell's and it's pink lemonade. Why the fuck don't you just do that? I would be so down for a pink lemonade Dell's champ. Like that. That sounds hard to fuck up. Yeah, it really does. So the other, while we're still here on Jay Wakefield, the other Jay Wakefield we had was Miami Air. It was a Bohemian Fodor aged pills. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was um, fine. like again, if, if, at a place like this, you're getting a good pilsner. Yeah, it's like, style specific. It's probably like you know four point five, four point seven five. It's just that Pilsner is not a particularly interesting style no matter what you do to it. Unless unless you change it so significantly that it really can't be called a Pilsner anymore. Like, it's kind of hard. Like, I mean, sometimes it's really good to just have a basic Pilsner. Like, on a really hot day when you're eating, like, I don't know, fucking fried seafood or some shit. (laughs) Like, a Pilsner could, like, really pair perfectly with that because you're not, like obliterating the flavors and it's also like refreshing chili cheese dogs from nathan's on coney island (laughs) and the speed control on the ferris wheel got all fucked up so now you've just been spinning around for hours at high speed on a ferris wheel (laughs) you're right about ready to blow chunks but hey it was flavorless going down it's going to be flavorless coming up. <laughs> Look, man, Nathan's is not. No, th- that's mean on Nathan's, especially because they're still like, I think Coney Island, you can still get natural casing. Yeah, dude, I've been to the Nathan's on Coney Island multiple times. Uh, I really wish. They that. also sell frog legs. Oh, that's awesome. Frog legs are delicious when they're prepared right. They're delicious. Then again, I've never had them and I have no interest. I've. I, I've eaten many of things. I am willing at this point in my life to eat anything that I haven't eaten before. Like that's the thing is, I'm pretty good at like I'll I'll eat basically any kind of meat. I just don't particularly like when my food looks like it did when it was alive. Yeah. Well, like I mean, I also avoided tripe as a kid because ew. it kind of looks gross. But now as an adult, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, man. You tell me it's good. I'll try it. Yeah, I might have been more willing when I was bef- like getting into more flavors. But before I took so many anatomy classes, so that was a very narrow window and it is entirely missed by uh, hey man, every fuck fucking you. organ. Fuck you. Liver is delicious. Ew, liver is a fucking no. It's yeah, full of no. enzymes Give- and fat. And give me all cle- of those cleaning, like, disgusting it cl- things. Cleans your blood. No, I'm I'm all set. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah. I want to eat that shit. <laughs> Ew, no. Gross, dude. Ew. Foie gras I, is delicious though. No. Can't do it. Can't 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 not taste all of the recycled red blood cells sitting in there either. So it's a little more irony. Ew, no. 
I, I like I don't the the funny thing is is I don't know like solid organs really weird me the fuck out. Like I'm cool with blood. Don't ask me why. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so funny that you're so fine with like blood pudding, but you know you want to have a little bit of liver. No. <laughs> well, that's the thing is most applications of blood in food generally don't taste wildly irony whereas like the one thing i've had that had blood in it that i hated was blood bologna and actually i've had a blood sausage that tasted like i was had a mouthful of iron filings and like neither one was i was into yeah both of those things sound unpleasant mm-hmm. yeah blood's better when it when you can taste like not all of the fucking hemoglobin thank you that that thank you for coming to my TED talk. Anyway, beer. <laughs> Beer's a thing. We Beer's drink beer. So, uh we had we stopped next at Harland, who's actually a collaborator on the last beer that we have on deck if we get there and before I get too inebriated. I don't oh, remember yeah. where the fuck Harland oh, Harland's from somewhere in California. I do not remember where. I apologize, guys. I do remember meeting you and you guys were super cool. Um, we had wild, wild country, which is a DDH hazy IPA with Citra incognito, HBC five, eight, six Southern cross, Azaka and Amarillo cryo. And that was fucking phenomenal. Thank you for doing justice to our, you know, local new England style IPA. It was fucking awesome. Um, the other one they, that we had was white chocolate booze berries. It's a smoothie style sour with white chocolate, marionberry, raspberry, and strawberry. And just an FYI, that clocks in at a 9% ABV and absolutely does not taste like it. Uh, yeah, it absolutely did not. Also, Harland is out of San Diego. You know, ah, yes. the whale's vagina. It, yeah, I guess more or less. Oh, I mean, it, it's, it's San Diego, also known as almost Mexico. And look, we have the gas lamp district. That's enough, right? <laughs> That's enough, right? Uh, no, the the whale's vagina bit is a uh, reference to Anchorman. Cool. Yeah. Still, I'm taking that literally. And it's like, yeah, actually, I guess. Yes. Look, man, I, I, it, we <laughs> San Diego really doesn't have a lot outside of Gaslamp and fucking Comic-Con. Why do you think they fight so hard to keep it there instead of letting it move to L.A.? Although, like they've kept expanding the amount of space that it can take up because it's like, no, no, we make uh-huh. a lot of our money in this like four days or five days or whatever. Baby, please don't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that that was mostly a lot of fun when we did go to the Comic-Con. Yes. Except for that, like, four hours of quite literal hell that is one of my many hells. Getting screamed at by an evangelical. Yeah, it's um, it's a great time. You get a little desensitized to it as a woman, though. Oh, uh, no. Because it definitely happens to you more if you have a vagina. Oh, yeah, as a woman, yes. I don't know or if about you, that. But... Or even if you weren't born with a vagina and you just look like you might have one. 
I've got a beard and a skullet, so nobody can confuse me. I don't know. The older I've gotten, the more non-binary I feel. I like my beard. I don't give a shit about my dick. Oh, man. This is on episode, huh? Yeah, maybe. Uh, <sighs> we have, uh, You know what? We had some other beers. We had other um, beers. <laughs> so we're just going to pass that one by. Um, we next went to... I already know this is other half, even though I can't see the fucking name because... One of them that we had was Mylar Dust. Um, mm. And we also had Southern Hopalistic. I mean, come on, man. They're fucking IPAs from Other Half. They were good. Do I need to say, do I need to actually spell that out? Like, I don't think I've had an IPA from them that I didn't like, except one that was oxidized. Correct. Like, Other Half's fucking awesome. Um, if I recall correctly, they now have multiple locations. Uh, if you get a chance to go visit them in, I think it's Gowanus in Brooklyn. It's a neat spot, good neighborhood with good restaurants. Um, I think they have a location in Philly now and they have a location someplace else. So if we do end up in Philly, we're going to fucking other half. Uh, if we end up in Philly... I want to be in Philly sometime between the 5th and the 7th because I would like to see Death Clock a fourth time and run the jewels and RJD2 for like, I don't know, the 8th time? Something like that. Yeah, we should see if the guys are interested in that. Oh, I don't give a shit if they're not interested in it. We just show up in Philly like earlier, stay later. I think we should go to Philly and go to some of these things that they're uh, more than welcome to join. You are more than welcome to join. Also, hi, Liam. We miss you. Do you remember that we exist? Yes. Please text me. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be real fucking helpful when you yeah. can hear it like a week from today. Uh-huh. Please text me sooner than a week from now, but the soonest that you'll hear this is a week from now. If he he doesn't <laughs> listen to this, come on. He doesn't listen to this. Yay, Liam. Yeah. Yay, oh, Liam. What, what, what was the thing that I came up with? Was like the anti-yay Liam, and it wasn't just something as like simply crass as like, fuck Liam, but it was not too far from that. I don't know. Keep it on, keep it on. We drank more beers, didn't we, Emily? Yeah, we did. Um, and I think we are running the to it we are now at the end of the shit that I've actually looked at since the beer fest. Um so I at least know where the fuck this is from. Because I was like, I only have part of the brewery name and I was like, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So oh, this okay. was from Parish Brewing Company out of Louisiana. So in case you were wondering, yes, oh. Louisiana has better beer than Abita now. Um, no, weren't they fucking delicious? I can't remember what the beers they were, were, but like I remember being like really fucking impressed by their beers. Uh, it was we had Ghost in the Machine Citra Dippa, which I believe was a New England style, mm-hmm. um, and was fucking solid. And then we had Sips Two Fingers Blue, oh Sips Two Fingers Blue, which is a blueberry lemonade Berliner. Both yeah. were solid, and the the. Uh, the lady who was at the booth was Pretty super rad. awesome. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Was 
wasn't the sips two fingers something more akin to like the smoothie style and that's what really like jazzed me about it i think you might be right about that I cannot remember exactly, but I think you're right about that. Like it was a little bit thicker, had a little bit more weight to it, and like you, you got like blueberry and lemon, but tart still. Like it was sort of actually, I feel like it was sort of like somewhere in between a, a like true Berliner and a smoothie style. Yeah. But yes, it was fucking delicious. Parish Brewing out of NOLA. Nolan? I don't know if it was NOLA. Oh, then just Louisiana. Yeah, I'm not sure. It could. It's probably NOLA, but it could be, I don't know, like Metairie or some shit too. Or, I mean, um, it could have been Baton Rouge, actually, now that I say that. Did oh. I bring up the fact that I flew into Baton Rouge once or something? I, I think you did. And like you saying Baton Rouge, I... I fairly certain you're right but i mean i could look though, it up but i'm yeah, uh we, I'm we have super computers within arm's reach of us but we are yeah too except i'm lazy in... to confirm well it's also because i'm in the middle of doing the picture thing so this feels like it would be a you job and not a me job oh, and you're just lazy fine. anyway um so moving on while he's looking that up because he's a lazy bastard and i just guilted I'm him lazy bastard um, <laughs> so next we had odd by nature hey Broussard. guys Broussard. okay Broussard. i have no idea where the fuck that e-r-o-u-s-s-a-r-d yes i understand how it's spelled i don't know where it is i don't know what the fuck it is either <laughs> oh hey, for what else sake. did we drink emily Anyway, we went to Odd by Nature. Shout out to the guys from Odd by Nature. Uh, we got to see our friends Jay Gray and um, what? Uh, I'm, I'm getting yelled I'm at again. Like, oh, I'm just laughing to myself because I didn't think that Jay Gray remembered us until I was like, "Yeah, we interviewed you for us for our shitty beer podcast," which is like, it, oh. Oh no, it's not a shit. It's like whatever, man. We I mean I think that we extended our listenership with this beer fest. So I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. I mean, it is I also find it funny that like if you've seen us, I mean, granted, I think my hair was probably up because it often is. Um I especially mean, when I'm recording. I mean, but like still, I feel like it's pretty noticeable that I have purple <laughs> hair and it's pretty noticeable that like even though you couldn't see him. Actually, I can't remember. I thought I could I see both of you and like yes. he could only see me. No, I thought that he could see you too or see me well, too. Well, no. I okay, if he could see you then like the beard, come on, the beard. Um yeah. But, like, yeah, so I think it was sort of adorable that he didn't quite remember who we were. But, like, Brad actually came up to me and said hi. Like, he saw me before I saw him. And... I mean, like, Jay was still wicked nice, dude. Like... Oh, yeah, he was. No, he definitely, like, I, shout out to both of them. Like, you're fucking awesome. We love you. We're glad we were able to support you. We're glad that we get to continue to support you by, uh giving you money for beer and food because uh, TJ has now experienced food 
Oh and... yeah, and the food was tasty. Also, um, while we're on the food option, have an upcharge option for your sandwich fries. Instead of just sandwiches coming with straight fries, have an upcharge option to have them come with your specialty fries. Because you have a specialty fries menu, you have an upcharge option to have your sandwiches come with specialty fries. Because, dude, the poutine. Oh, my God, the poutine. Oh, the poutine was delicious. Um, I would have subbed out our sandwich fries for the beet fries. Because oh, I yeah. really wanted to try the fucking beet fries because beets are awesome. But yeah, um, free business tips to you at Odd by Nature. Add an upcharge option <laughs> to your sandwiches for specialty fries. I'm also curious to see how the menu changes as I go back. Cause I, so now I've been to the brewery itself twice. Oh, yeah, because the first time you were there, it was like a fucking ramen joint, wasn't it? Well, no, it, it was wasn't just winter. ramen. Well, it was winter and they had like, but I mean, they had a bunch of different options. Like there, it was a lot of, I mean, it's still a lot of sandwiches and stuff, but like, dude, the fucking pork belly ramen that I had, Jesus fucking Christ. I, I was like, that's another one of those things that it's like fill a bathtub and I'll, and I'll just fucking eat until I, until I explode and then I'll like marinate and like die happy. <laughs> it, like, it's like that like karma um i don't know there's definitely other things something it, with duck probably it, it tastes like a fine gin with hints of old man scrotum <laughs> i really fucking hope that no part of me tastes like old man scrotum just saying <laughs> All i right. resent the implication given that your beer number one is done and i highly desire a cigarette shall we take a commercial break sure uh do, do you have do you have a commercial for this break would you rather like me set you up for commercial break number two and you get a chance to think about it no i'm doing break? it now fuck off do it now uh cats do you feel like you don't have enough attention when you're in the bathroom do you feel like you don't wake up before your alarm off enough <laughs> Do you really want somebody who occasionally just walks into a room completely unannounced, especially when you're on a business call, and yells behind Meow. your back? It's more like, "Ow!" <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's you all the time. He's right next what? to me right now, and he's being super fucking needy tonight. I'm surprised that like he hasn't been more noticeable. Anyway, back to the commercial. Well, what you need, friend is a cat actually if you want cats. to have even more interest in life have cats the good thing about having more than one is that they keep each other company but beware that means that you're going to have at least two pairs of eyes staring at you until you turn your head slowly and realize that every eye in the room is on you and it's like, is this the time that they decide to kill me and eat me? Oh, no, no. They just want attention. The, but, you know, they're carnivores. They're, they totally could. They're always planning. They like to demise. remind you. They like to remind you that, like, they're in charge because 
unlike dogs, who see you as a separate and generally superior species if you're actually training them right. Uh, cats see you as a giant stupid cat who's too stupid to hunt for themselves. <laughs> Indeed. So, do you want to feel both loved and demeaned and sometimes ignored and sometimes demanded upon? You want cats. I don't know, man. My personal cat experience was I became king cat. I was down with being king cat. I at least was made to feel like I was king cat. (laughs) Look, man, she's really manipulative and you know it. Oh, I know. (laughs) All right. Um, He's just happy with anyone. She's like, I will get you to believe whatever the fuck I need you to believe to get you to do what I want. (laughs) All right, well, coming up next, beer number two, which I think is going to be, um... Mm -hmm. all right, yeah, beer number two, beer number two is going to be soon. We will see you after this commercial break. Well, hey out there, I am Crazy Jim at Crazy Jim's Funeral Parlor. <laughs> what? I, I am I am merely doing my advertisement. I am Crazy Jim at Crazy Jim's Funeral Parlor. Uh, we, we put the fun back in the funeral. Uh, you want some clown service? You want some fucking uh, like Texas rodeo service? You got us here at Crazy Jim's Funeral Parlor. We put the fun back at the funeral. So you can hit us up at 555-66666 anytime you'd like to join us for Crazy Jim's Funeral Parlor. We put the fun back in the funeral. Uh, Beer number two today also comes to us from Odd by Nature. This one is their anniversary special. It's called It's Gonna Be Fire, but like with a Y, like the Fire Fest. It's a pilsner. And the fucking label is hilarious. No, the the label's hilarious, but we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into how I feel about this in a moment. But three, two, one, crack. We feel different ways about this one. I do not think that this is a bad beer. I mean, as a fucking Pilsner, this thing's fucking great. My issue is, even though it was never stated, my issue is I thought that the VIP four packs would be a mix or at the very fucking least something more exciting than a goddamn Pilsner. Yeah, but they might have been trying to accommodate people who, like, I want to go to a beer fest, but I only like boring beer. Then why are you paying for the VIP? That's a good question, but I don't know. Like, like if this is a four-pack that went to the VIPs, then why aren't you giving me, like, I don't know, a four-pack of your anniversary collaborations that you were posting about because that would make more sense (sighs) so on you know again 
I'm not like I'm still not going to shit all over this beer. I understand like the concept. It was kind of meant to be like, oh, look, it's a fun, you know, festival reference because it's fire festival because it's uh, Ja Rule with like money on fire in front of a stage with like FEMA tents and like dirty mattresses. Oh, yeah. Um, it's supposed to be Ja Rule. Uh, so. I and also like there's a little oddity by the ocean flag and above the stage too, which is a nice touch. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a great touch. Like I love the fucking can art. I I like the beer. It's just mm-hmm. I found it like mildly disappointing that like it was a four pack of this as your beer that you got with being a VIP. I like honestly. I'm... I would on it. I would honestly have rather not gotten a four pack, and just had the ticket be slightly cheaper because, like, just getting in an hour earlier is worth it. Um, I I honestly the the price for the ticket was not more than it would have been for VIP at other things. Trust me. Okay. Uh, I think I, that I think I, that this was a, did not like buy the ticket, so I don't know the actual cost of it. But I don't know. I just there's a part of me that found this beer being the VIP four pack that you get was like mildly disappointing. I mean, I understand your feelings here, but I I don't have a lot of complaints with it. Most beer fests that you pay this much for, you're not getting in an hour early. You're not getting anything to take home with you. Um and the other thing is, is honestly, my bigger complaint is less what we got and more that we don't actually know if this was originally what they gave out because um, apparently they did not bring enough four packs to cover all of the VIPs. So we ended up having to go to Cape Netic the next day to actually go to the brewery to pick up beer. Which like um, how, how it's fucking weird that like it seemed like those locations were so close from where we are, where we were to where we wanted to be. It was still a fucking hour. What the fuck, man? Well, it wasn't, it's, it, I don't think it would have been an hour from Berwick to Cape Netic, but you have to remember we were coming from Hollis. So yeah, well, that's why I was saying from where we were to where we needed to be. But yeah, yeah um, I, I do have a feeling that this is what, they were getting passed out but then it's still like it's so fucking weird that you didn't have enough for all the vips like you should have a hard number of how many four packs of this you would have needed in theory yeah i'm like that's the thing that surprised me like i i would have assumed that you potentially might have too many because you would you know like people might not show up or something but like in theory you should know how many vip tickets you sold and you should have enough to cover the vips like honestly that was my biggest complaint i think otherwise it was um a pretty solid fest i mean i think i would have put the band outside but i understand why they didn't because you know if it's raining the band can't be outside well that's why you have like a pop-up to put the band under but like that was probably my biggest complaint that the band was inside. Why would you rent a pop up when you have an in, an indoor space? Because the band. I was... understand your complaint, but like, 
be seriously a pop-up the pop-up won't solve the problem because then you you're still running chords through the rain that's why you like instruments require power so do amps why fucking elevate chat no um fucking uh thing what was i gonna say oh it's a first anniversary fest for a brewery I, I don't think that they could have done a whole lot different. All right. I'm going to say one thing, then we get into another. The one thing I wanted to say was the band was inside of a metal barn playing for outside, but inside of a metal barn. So they're really loud. That was just further amplified by being inside of a metal barn. In terms of... I take it you've never been to a lot of small shows? Yes, I have. And I've had similar issues with small shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember going to a punk Shit show. Shit happens, dude. I remember going to a punk show in Wayland that had a drug bar. <laughs> uh, nothing super exciting. It was like mostly mushrooms and pot. But still, it had a drug bar um, in, like, some random fucking garage. It was it was horrible sound. Trust me when I say that, like, the sound wasn't overly loud if your ears weren't ringing afterwards. Like, I've experienced it, a lot of small shows. They, they were still a band in a metal box playing for a field instead of the middle box. It was very hard to hear anything that anyone else was saying inside of that barn. Like there's a dude that we talked to the dude who essentially organized the entire thing that I can't remember his name, but Hey, he works for vacation land distributors. I don't think I don't I don't remember if he was I don't think it's a distributor thing. No, no. I mean, I think that they give me a moment. It wasn't this a thing you were going to do before the episode. Vacation land distributors. Is it? Okay. That is what my oddity by the ocean beer glass tells me. but I can't remember what booth he yes. was working at, but he Nor was the one. Because <clears throat> we went, we went, I think, inside and then outside. But yeah, in, in terms of, okay, I never even got to the beers we had from Odd by Nature at the Beer Fest. Okay. Uh, we tried Mamba Mentality, which is a sour and not sorry, which is a stout, and both were awesome. Like, honestly, yeah. that whole series of the not sorry ones uh, I think the whole series is a collaboration with uh, Congdon's Donuts of Wells. If you have never been there, do yourself a favor. If you like donuts, it's fucking awesome. They also have a food truck park at night, usually on weekends, but I think they might do weekdays, possibly during the summer. Um, Good-ass food truck park, and one of the food trucks is Congdon's, and yes, they have donuts. Yeah, I, I know that I feel good. I know that it seems like I've shat a lot upon this it's gonna be fire. But like it 
it's a super solid Pilsner. Like it I'm not, tr- I'm not trying Pilsner. to shit on them. It's just like I, I personally wanted something more exciting. But you're right. Like how many other fucking beer fests have we gone to that we've gotten something to take home with us other than just like a glass? I want to say zero. Yeah. So, thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that they did a solid job. Um, I think that it came off extremely well, given that this was a first anniversary thing. Yeah. Um, And they had some real heavy hitter breweries that uh, it was fucking delightful to talk to people from, but also to try their shit. Oh, absolutely. Like we, we met a lot of rad people and Hey, if you're one of our new listener, rad people think about throwing us some money on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash N E B R the initials of our show, new England beer reviews backslash N E B R. In case you don't already know, our policy is the second person to sign up can is going to get mailed a box of beer and is going to come on the show with us if you so desire. If you, if so you would desire. rather not, then you know you don't, don't know. have we'll, to. We'll still fucking mail you a box of beer. Fuck, man! At this point, it's like I'll do it for the first like handful of people at this point because it's like I just it would be nice to you know like. My goal from this podcast is not to make money. My goal is to break even at this point because mm. uh, beer's expensive and I buy pretty much all of it. So, yes, and they're delicious beers and we appreciate it. Yeah, because I can't, I, I can't, I can't buy, I mean, I can buy somewhat crap, but it's hard. And I kind of go, ooh, shiny and buy things. Did that today. Oops. Um, oh, the other minus would be, and it's nothing against the beer fest itself, just the weather of the day. It, it oh, yeah, it's just such a hard, chill breeze. Well, wind, yeah, because that's definitely not a breeze. It was quite windy, yes. My, uh, my hat wanted to run away multiple times, so I just put it in the car. Indeed. I'm scatch- scratching a cat armpit because Aww. I have been commanded to by my furry overlord. One of my furry overlords. The less demanding one, actually. So, shall we keep going with beer? Or do you want to talk more about the fest? What do you want to do? Um, I don't know how many more beers we've got to talk about from the fest because I don't know what what point I uh, stopped taking pictures. Yeah, um, well, I definitely got inebriated at some point into this fest, and I'm very glad that we did not have to drive after. Let, let's try and like, finish out what you have for the fest. All right. So, uh, Dream State and Tripping Animals were at the same booth. I believe we had both. Uh, Dream State, they only had one left by the time we got there, and it was Dreaming While I'm Awake, which was a smoothie sour with some ingredients. I have no idea what. (laughs) Um, I think I remember it being good. Um, The Tripping Animals, I definitely remember being good. 
Uh, they had Irie Jungle Sour um, or Sour Vibes 2022, maybe. It was a Fruited Sour and Irie Jungle 2022 Triple IPA. And yeah, I mean, honestly, I've had a handful of things now from Tripping Animals, and I think they're all pretty damn solid. So, no, I feel you on that. I, I think that everything that I've had thus far from Tripping Animals has been pretty fucking solid. Didn't we drink a beer of theirs the other night? Mm-hmm. Mm. It was that uh, one that was based on High C, but I don't remember the actual name of it. Oh, I think it, it might have been High C. High C. H I G H dash S E A. Or E E. E E. I think it's S E A, but I could be wrong. Mm. But yeah, that was delicious uh, too. <laughs> Aslan, we had the Virginia Beach Barrel Aged Stout and Hella Hops IPA. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I thought they Barrel were Aged fine. Stout, like. They're usually really solid, but like I can't drink a lot of that. Like I don't, I don't know that I could see myself buying a thirteen percent. Like you know, even if it were talking like a fairly small bottle, unless I'm planning to share it with multiple people. Um, especially like a four pack of the Pipe Dreams stouts. It's like, man, I really want to try more of your stuff. I don't think that even I could do a four pack of that yeah like that's a lot it is a lot uh this was definitely the deciduous booth we had the house marg which was a pilsner with lime and salt and Mm. the we'd already had the paradise mojo mai tai but it was like yeah sure i'll fucking have that again (laughs) yeah sure yeah sure kid whatever like no, that was that, a, um, that was a somewhat more interesting pilsner because it has other ingredients to it. Oh, it, it's essentially what I want from like what Corona pretends to be. Well, yeah, but I mean, I I like that's a flavor combination I've seen in a Mexican style lager before. Mm-hmm. I I've not seen it in like a straight pilsner. Mm. It still worked. Yeah, I liked it a whole lot. Oh, I'm not. I think this might have been the booth that we uh, met that dude at. And I don't fucking remember what booth this was. Um, From some brewery, I have no idea what. um, In case TJ wants to pull out his phone and try looking. Uh, We had... Electrofruit Pina Colada Sour and Electrofruit Orange Raspberry White Chocolate Macadamia Sour. Both of which were solid. Oh, I remember this. Electrofruit is all one word, if you're looking that up. Kushwa. Oh, yeah, Kushwa. Out of Williamsport, Maryland. But yeah, no, that shit was fucking delicious, too. Yeah, it really was. So, next we had a couple of things from Bellflower Brewing out of Portland. Uh, we had Heart Trail Spring Dippa 
and Secret Clubhouse Imperial Stout. Solid. I mean, I've I think before this I'd only really had collaborations from Bellflower. Mm-hmm. I think that what they're doing is you know is pretty solid so far. They're still fairly new. I would like to go there sometime and it shouldn't be that much of a fucking challenge and it's in an area with a bunch of other breweries I still haven't been to, so uh yeah, it sounds like it'd be pretty fucking rad. Child demanding tonight. Okay. Uh Southern Grist. Batch one theory. Porter Road. It's a fucking twelve percent porter. Well, technically it is a porter, but it's an Imperial Stout aged for 12 to 18 months in a blend of Elijah Craig 12-year, Four Roads' single barrel, and E.H. Taylor bourbon barrels, then conditioned on toasted pecans and vanilla caviar. It was really fucking tasty. It was indeed. I am really happy, though, that this beer fest, for the first time, I was like, hey, I really don't need a 5-ounce pour of a 13%. Yes. I just... I just need to sip. Yeah, I just want to I just try, try it. it. <laughs> That's why usually if I go to a brewery and like they have some really interesting but like high ABV stout, it's like, can I just have a sip to try it? Like I really don't want a whole pour, even mm-hmm. like a half pour. Mm. So this is a slightly different. This is a slightly different kind of thing for us. Uh, at Woodland Farms, we tried their Rowanbrow Golden Lager, I, I think. I, I, it, it, the can's not straight on. Um, but we also had their non-alcoholic IPA and their non-alcoholic sour. Oh, and yeah. I remember being really, like, surprisingly impressed by like their non-alcoholic IPA was fine. I it's similar to what you get from like um athletic brewing company these days. Yeah. But that non-alcoholic sour was surprisingly good. Yeah. No, I thought that was pretty solid. I was impressed. The golden lager was fine. Yeah, it's it was fine. Pretty much any golden lager that's it tastes like any golden lager made competently. Yeah. Oh, like, and we also had Woodland Farms Spruce. Uh it says Cuvée Pêche, so I think it was uh barrel aged with spruce and peach is my guess. I remember that being tasty. Hmm. I don't, but that's just because I don't remember it. Sorry. Yeah, I feel like we're getting to the point in the beer fest where it's easier for me to remember stuff that I don't like than stuff that I do like. So the assumption is that if I don't remember well, I probably liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sopro from Hattiesburg, Mississippi had brought... Atmospheric Melodies, it's a dry-hopped IPA with Waiiti, Galaxy, Lactose, and Kohatu. And then Visions of the Void, Fruited Sour with Passion Fruit, Vanilla, Papaya, and Honeydew honeydew and Lactose. Oh, that Visions of the Void was really fucking tasty. 
yeah again hey mississippi you've got like more than like three good things now so rad that's pretty awesome i mean have you ever been on an ask reddit thread where it's like what's the worst state or like an ask america ask an american like what's the worst state and it's like it's just a chorus of people saying mississippi like i'm actually surprised by that why are you surprised by that dude because i feel like it should be alabama Mm -mm. um if i recall correctly i think i i see i think it's mississippi because they actually have worse issues than Mm. alabama does um Rad. I think that Mississippi is the state that it's like, oh, you know, you've crossed into Mississippi when like the road starts being absolute shit. And it's like you these people don't even get frost heaves and their roads go to shit because they don't maintain them because they don't have the money to. That's fucking wild. Oh, yeah. And I think it's also Mississippi that has like it's like. I don't know, Gary, Indiana, but like more depressed and less violent. Like, there's just straight-up towns where, like, the unemployment rate's, like, I don't know, 50% or some shit. Most people are on welfare. And, like, just no one gives a crap. Because they're in the South and no one cares about taking care of other people down there unless they personally know them. Uh, Yeah. Social responsibility is not a big thing in the U.S. Um, No. We, I, I talked about this again with my mother, and it's like, again, the U.S. might as well change its motto to fuck you, got mine, because at least like 50% <laughs> of our population basically will not do anything that doesn't directly benefit them. Cough, cough, masks, cough, cough, because yes. <laughs> like you are slightly inconvenient. You want me to slightly inconvenience myself so that I can protect the people around me? Well, fuck them. I don't want to be slightly inconvenienced. I'm the most important person in the world. Trust me. And any if we have a, if we actually have any foreign listeners, which why? Um, <laughs> welcome. Like, sir, <laughs> welcome. Uh, can anybody want to get married? I could totally use a visa. Um, like. Fuck this country, man. Seriously. Like, I it's I only the greatest hope that, country in the world. <laughs> I I only hope that um whatever I we're gonna end up with either either we're going to end up uniting the uh non-oligarch classes and overthrowing the system entirely as a group. Or we're going to have a civil war and we're all just going to fucking kill each other. So I don't I don't see us getting out of the our lifetime without one or the other. Yeah, probably the latter. Hey, I hey, really I'm, hope for the former. I am crashing hard, so I feel like we should wrap up the episode unless there are more beers that you have pictures of. There are more beers that I have pictures of, and then let's like get through those because I'm, I am crashing hard at the moment, dear listener. I'm tired, Lol. and I don't know why. 
So, let's try and get through the rest of these and wrap it up. All right. Uh, we had Sand City. It, we had Extreme Enough, which since I took a picture of a fucking can and it was like weird light, let's see if I can read it. Uh, double Fruited Sour Ale with Mango and Raspberry. Oh, yeah, that was good. And oh, yeah, then that was good. Second Wave Imperial IPA with something. So uh, Sand City is from Northport, New York. Um, I have in no case you're like, clue where that is. <laughs> uh, Northport's on, on Long Island. Oh, okay. I was, like In case you're like, Sand City. It's like, yeah, no, Long Island's a thing. It's not a Hampton, so you may not have heard of it. But yes, it's a thing. And that was the end of the pictures. Oh. We were going to have a third beer, but I guess TJ is uh, yeah, old and we, lame. Yeah, we, we were going to have a third beer, but the tired has hit me hard in this recording, and I don't know why. So I guess that I'm going to wrap things up. My name is Ben T.J. Davis, alongside Emily Schick. We've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out wherever you check out podcasts and on other social medias. Uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. I really hope you're leaning into like I'm tired and like kind of doing a bit of a voice because if you're not then like how drunk are you? Emily what is your final word? Is your I'm TJ word? and I'm the biggest <laughs> idiot ever. See now that's the perfect fucking final word for that. Jesus Christ. All right. Thank you, dear listener. I wish that I had more energy to do more because we could have gone longer, but... Yeah, we totally could have. We actually had a whole, like... Third... We, we were, third well, yeah, third we beer ate, planned. We had a third beer planned, but we also had introduction to Cringe Corner planned. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And again, unfortunately, the tired has hit me hard in this recording. Well, let's hope that I still feel up to doing Cringe Corner next time. Oh, no. you are I might gonna... psych myself out of it. Nope, you are going to do Cringe Corner next time. Or do we want to, like, take a break from our sponsors? No, I, I'm so fucking beat, man. I don't know why. But, yeah. Uh, we've been New England Beer Reviews. I've been Cheezy Davis alongside Emily. You already Schick. said all that shit. You're fine. Just go to fucking sleep. I already said, I'm TJ. Okay, I'm just going to repeat my last word. I'm TJ Davis, and I'm the biggest idiot ever. Also, go watch Clerks the Cartoon if you haven't seen it. Yes, if you can fucking find it it anywhere. anywhere. It is worth the money if you have to buy it. Just do it. You can probably get it on DVD from Jay and Son and Bob's Secret Stash. Uh, It's not in Red Bank anymore. But yes, that's the final word. Bye. Bye. Bye.